points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged Ladies Show. Welcome to the Dis Unplugged Disneyland edition Ladies Show for the week of May 3rd, show number 440. I'm Nancy Johnson, and I'm here today with my good friends, Mary Jo Mulatto willie Carol Bowling, and Luella Loriola. And today, we are going to discuss a topic near and dear to all of our hearts, and that is dining at the parks with your family with young children. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi. Oh, wait, I'm so, I know. I like my husband. Hi there. Ho there. Hey there, or whatever he says. Woo! Good job, Carol. (laughs) We welcome today our guest, Luella. She is joining us today, especially because she, like myself, does have young care kids. And this, I know this topic has been near and dear to all of our hearts for a very long time, Mary Jo and Carol, since you raised your children in the parks. And now, Carol, you've got your grandchild, and I've got my kids who are eight and ten and Luella yours are how old? I have three children. I have a thirteen year old, a six year old, and a three year old, all boys. Woo! That's a handful. It's a handful. <laughs> <laughs> you want to swap girls anytime, you know, <laughs> I can let you borrow mine. Um, and my husband makes boy number four, so I have a <laughs> and, Car- and Carol remind us how old Lexi is now. Lexi will be six in another week. Woohoo Happy birthday, Lexi. So this is a topic that I know a lot of people are always asking questions on the board about. And we want to talk about it from a perspective of family dining. We want to share our experiences of where we like to go um, or where we think are the best experiences you're going to have. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the food itself, and what we like to feed our families, um, how we like to feed our families, and also the dealing with the issue of growing children, you know, coming out of the kids' meal age, picky kids, and just kids who have eating challenges altogether, um, as well as families who have eating challenges, because let's face it, not everybody in a family agrees on everything. So we're going to start off by talking about um, how we usually eat when we go into the parks. Now, I know it's different when we go in as grown-ups, as when we go into the kids, if we're doing a day visit or we're doing a multi-day visit. So, Carol, can I start off with you in the fact that you're a, since you travel and you stay over the most, and you make the, take advantage of hotel stays where you, or hotel stays are mandatory for you Correct. to come to the park. So with Lexi and then with also when you're with your own kids, did you do a lot of hotel stays? Yeah. I mean, anytime we go to Disneyland, it would always be um, more than one day and it would be, uh, we'd be staying, you know, in the area. Now, did you do in the parks or out of the parks for the most of your meals? Um, you have to remember that I'm married to Michael Bowling, and so it has to have <laughs> a Mickey parks. Mouse cup on it uh, to drink <laughs> out of or uh, a Mickey Mouse plate to eat off of. Um, we, we did a lot of in the park. It, 
except for, um, you know, we would do, um, things like if we, if we brought our, you know, our own kind of food in a cooler and, you know, we do some of that. But, um, for the most part, as far as restaurant eating, um, with the occasion of maybe a McDonald's, depending on where we were, we were staying, it was really in the park. So when the kids were little, um, and now that we have Lexi, um, who is our granddaughter, um, we eat, you know, in the park or in the, in the resort area now, I guess is what you would say, because downtown Disney didn't exist when our kids were little. So those options weren't even there. So. Yeah. And that opens up a whole new world of dining choices too. So we'll get back to that in a little bit. Now, Luella, how about you? When you guys come to the parks, do you day trip? Do you stay over? What are your, your option sets? Well, I have the luxury of living very close to Disneyland. So it kind of depends on what the day is going to be. If we're going to the park and it's during a meal hour, um, we definitely like to eat at the park. So um, we have a lot of things that we take into account. I have th- uh, a wide range of my children. So I have <laughs> two little ones who are quite picky, uh, three and six. So their palate is not as extensive. And then I have a 13-year-old who um, a kid's meal won't do it anymore. He's eating adult meals and has a more expansive palate. So he wants food that tastes a lot better than just a kid's meal. So um, there's a lot of things we take into account when we have to decide we're going to eat either a lunch or a dinner there. Now, what age did he start officially transitioning? I know kids' meals technically have a, what, four to nine is for the kids' meal, and then under that is the toddler meal. Yeah, I would... So, at what age did he really start coming out of that kids' meal thing? I would say um, it's it really fit around that nine, ten-year-old, because for one thing, he wouldn't be full with a kids' meal. So um, he needed much more food. And in, and also in general, the palate just changes where he's more willing to try, you know, before if it, if it had a little ounce, little piece of green there, he didn't want to touch it. Um, but now he, or even a little bit of red, it's just, it was like always chicken nuggets. And then at about 10 years of age, when his stomach got started expanding more, um, the palate started expanding. And so we needed to find a place that could satisfy not just only my little children, but him as well. And um, it helped that, you know, he was eating adult meals just like us. Yeah, see, we're currently on that fight right now because our 8-year-old, Lily, she's gotten her palate starting to develop, and she's ordering, you know, like club sandwiches at the diner and things like that. So she's, she's actually, and she's, moshing down these huge plates of food and then i've got the the 10 year old who's picky 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 and she's worked herself into this pickiness because she didn't used to be like this and but we're fighting with her saying no you need to move to this choice and she's like no i don't want this choice and it's like you need protein to grow and and so we're having that issue where I'm trying to steer towards the better food and I'm getting resistance. So that's ours. Now, Mary Jo, how did you, I know you've said you've done things when your kids were little, like you guys took sandwiches along, things like that. Did you eat in the parks much, you know, from the food vendors at the parks when they were little? Um, we pretty much ate at, at the parks when the kids were smaller because that was part of our Disney experience. 
Okay. But I was on a huge budget, so, you know, luckily for me, the kids are so close together that when they were little, they would share share their meals. Kelly's always been more adventurous than Nick. Nick's always been picky, so where we ate was pretty much restricted to where he would eat, which were pretty much chicken fingers for everything in in those days. And I would share my meal with Kelly because she liked everything. Or the kids would share the, the chicken fingers and like I said, back in those days. But the food was also a lot different back in the early 90s than it is today. It's a lot better today. You have more choices than we did back then. I I agree with you, Mary Jo. I mean, I think that um, when the kids were littler, we used to, to, I mean, there really weren't even that many kids' meals that I can recall. Mm -mm. Um, It was more that you bought an adult meal and you split it between the two kids. Um, Or you split it between a parent and a kid and, you know, depending on who wanted what. Um, and I think that, you know, even today, that's not a bad idea, um, depending on what your children like, because the kids' choices, you know, are still pretty much, you know, chicken fingers or, or nuggets or whatever, or, or spaghetti or some type of pot, pasta, you know. I mean, there's some pretty standard things. So, you know, for the picky eaters, it works out usually that they're eating the same thing, you know, every, every meal. Right. Well, and that, that kind of brings up a good transition or our next thing is what kind of kids' meals are available. And I personally, I blame Howard Johnson's for this many, many moons ago when I was a child. Howard Johnson's and the Hojo restaurants were the place, the only place I ever remember getting a kid's meal when I was a child. And I think they were really the pioneers of the kids' meal. So I blame the Howard Johnson's. Which don't exist anymore. Okay, I, I don't. I don't have that kind of history of kids' meals, so I can't argue with you. You know. Well, you know, my parents used to pack us up in the car when we were, you know, little, 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 like six and seven, and we would drive for a month. We would be gone for several weeks at a time, hitting different sections of the country. And Howard Johnson's was a very popular place to stay back then because they had a kids' club. <laughs> And so the kids got points and stuff and got little kudos when they stayed at the, you know, stayed at the hotels. And Howard Johnson's were basically like the one in Anaheim across from Disneyland. I remember that. They were, they were, you know, motels and every single Howard Johnson's had its own restaurant. And before McDonald's started in on the kids meal thing, Howard Johnson's had them. So that's a little trivia. Um, But as far as kids meals, you're right. They're incredibly limited throughout the park, and there's a few specialty items. Um, Luella, now throw in there if I miss one. The uh, there is the ever popular popular power pack choice, which is yogurt, goldfish. Um, yeah, they have uh, these different packs and I'm going to be honest with you I'm not a big fan of um, those uh, kids meals Me neither. because I feel like I could have packed that myself it's, yes. it, it, looks not, like, it looks like all snack food to me really it and is. It's, one of them was a like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I think for the price, I feel like I can get a whole box. So um, right. uh, we have our favorite places because, uh, you know, it's important um, from that I feel that my little ones at least eat a real meal versus just yeah. snack foods. So um, and then, uh, you know, just off the top of my head, when um, if I ask them where they want to go, they love Pizza Port in uh, Tomorrowland. And I think it satisfies my children's picky palate of just wanting a cheese pizza 
yet yeah. there is a salad there. There is um, a, there's pizza with everything on it, and there's pasta dishes. So I kind of feel more better spending the slice of pizza versus that uh, power pack. And, there, I know, and there's no, a lot of seating there too, which is nice. And, yeah, and that's a big factor for us too. Right. Um, I think sometimes it's deceiving when you go into Pizza Port and you see that seating area full. But if you go past the back through the glass doors, there yep. is a ton of seating um, near that entrance of Space Mountain that a lot of yep. people don't see. And um, seating for us, because there's a family of five, and then I got two little kids that just can't sit still. Um, it, it's we, we always feel nice there. Plus, it's covered, so on hot days, it's actually not too bad. What I like about that area, too, because just like you said, Luella, you know, when kids are restless and they like to get up, it's enclosed, so they're not going to go run off. Yes. Uh, right. They, they can't escape as easily from that area as they can in some of the more open areas. But what's exactly. nice about that, too, is that the kids can make noise in there or whatever. If you've got a fussy child or something, it's not going to, you know, it, it's not. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's not yeah. so pretentious <laughs> that, you know, people are going to turn and start staring at you and, you know. Yeah, because yeah, their yeah. kids are making noise, too. Yeah. I know my favorite choice for a food item there is the uh, chicken Alfredo pasta. Yeah. Because it at least gives them some protein. And, um, it, you know, I, I really feel that that's important. It gives them the carbs they need to fight that sugar crash. But it gives them enough protein. I mean, there's not a ton of chicken in it. I would much prefer to buy, you know, one of the one of the salads that they make fresh there and then have the kids pick off my salads, which they always seem to tend to do anyway. So I don't know why I didn't at a much earlier age, start them off with like a salad with the chicken in it. They're perfectly fine with Caesar salad. They don't think they are because, you know, that's not what we call it at home or what they think of it as is home, but they're perfectly fine with that Caesar salad. And, or even the, they like the Asian salad with the the mandarin oranges and the you know the little noodles, crispy noodles in it and stuff like that. Well, see, that's the difference of having girls. Because I'm telling you, if I, when even when my kids were little, we went to the pizza place. They had pizza. My son yeah. had pepperoni pizza, and to this day, even though he's 30 years old, he still eats pepperoni pizza. <laughs> yes, yeah, even my husband. So um, I think those are some of the factors I try to think about when I'm going to sit down. Right. But yeah, even though they what they have those uh, kids power packs uh, at other places, I wouldn't necessarily purchase that for my children. Yeah. I that was that was why I wanted to bring that up because, you know, while it's the only thing I can see that that really fits for is if you forgot to buy them extra snack items. Yes. You know, if you forgot to, if you forgot the bag with the extra little snacky things, that's a thing you buy and then you hold on to. And then when they're starting to have that little crash and it's not quite dinner time yet, shove a, you know, shove a yogurt at them. Well, the good thing now that wasn't available, you know, along and in Mary Jo in my days of being, you know, young kids with, with children or younger women with children, uh, there's so many more uh, fruit options now. They did not have the fruit options that they have now. No. Um, Amen. And the fruit carts alone are the perfect thing when you've got kids. Because you can, you know, you can wander by. And my kids ask for the container of pineapple spears. Just yes. as, as, as the big pineapple spear. Just or, get over the sticker shock, though. Because yes. it, you're going to die when you have to pay, you know, what you have to pay for an apple. But it is, you know, it's worth it if 
you know, versus you're going to end up feeding them something. So, um, yeah, well, you know what we do when we go to like Goofy's kitchen or something like that, and they always have a bowl of fruit there. So I will, you know, pocket an extra apple or pocket a banana or something like that, that we can use later in the park, especially if we're going there for a brunch or, you know, breakfast. Is I'll make sure I get that so I don't have that issue in the park later on. Um, what are some of the places, let's go to Disneyland. What are some of the places that have special kids' meals? Like I know Tomorrowland Terrace has arroz con pollo, which is basically Spanish chicken and rice. Um, well, hung- my Hungry kids Bear has a lot of that. them. Hungry Bear has, what do they have? Well, for- I mean, they have, they have pretty standard, but it's, they have the hamburger, they have the chicken nuggets, and they have the, uh, uh, okay. Mac and cheese, if you've got a little, little one. Um, I mean, I, 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 I just remember Hungry Bear was another area that, again, it's very family friendly. There's a, yep. I always found that there needed to be something to distract the kids while you're waiting to get the food and everything else. So it's nice they can watch the boats go by. Um, if it's a hot day and there's canoers out, that's always fun. Yeah. So it wasn't always about just whatever food we were getting. Um, usually it was, I needed to sit down and rest for a few minutes. And <laughs> so I wanted to go to a place that was a little bit cooler and it, then have a distraction for them while they were, you were trying to attempt to get them to eat whatever it is you bought. Yeah. And Hungry Bear also has a lot of seating in the upper and the lower part. And one of the things that is nice about it is my kids like to watch the, also the train. And the train goes yes. by in the upper part. So there is a lot of distractions Um that they can look at while waiting or even while eating. So, and then there's what's perfect is there's a restroom right there too. Right. That is always perfect. Um, now for parents of very little children, the Plaza Inn is a nice location because you've got baby care right next to it, which is always useful. If you're, if you've got a little one that's just starting to potty train and needs to use that smaller toilet, and the Plaza Inn has a chicken, basically a kid's meal with a chicken leg, mashed potatoes, and green beans. And what you can do, what I like is that a you, nice balanced meal. It is, and you can. What I like is that you can order if you want them to eat more green beans or, or the mashed potatoes. If the kids will not touch the green beans, you could order double orders of the yep. sides, which I thought was I like that you're able to do that. And. One of the things I do like about the kids' meal option is that at least it comes with your beverage. And they have preferred healthier choices. Like, it's not always a, it's not a soda first. They always have milk available. They have, you know, even little bottled waters and juice. So. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of them sometimes, if there's a French fry option, they have an apple option that you can do instead of the french fries which yeah, is yeah the, the sliced apples yeah. yeah so we we choose that a lot and um there is That's a true. lot of even uh not necessarily counter but uh like the corn dog carts they have that option like a kid option and then you can add the apples instead of the french fries which is good any other favorite what what about a favorite sit down place over at disneyland where you're gonna cool your jets for a little bit what do you guys find for kids is your favorite sit-down? Uh, well, I know ours tends to be Carnation Cafe. The sit-downs for us is a, uh, 
a little bit more challenging if you're talking about more of the um, the, the actual like there's a a menu and, and, a and a waiter. Yeah, I I I tend to stay away from that because it just takes a little bit longer and the patience of my little ones is not as uh, <laughs> as good as I would like. Um, but if it's just with my 13-year-old, um, he really likes uh, the barbecue place and he really likes um, Blue Bayou because of the ambiance. Um, but um, as a kid's meal for my little ones, uh, the Blue Bayou was quite challenging for me. And actually, I'm glad you brought up Blue Bayou because we just did, in January, we had Lexi there. So she would have been five and a half. We, we did the Fantasmic um, dinner package. And so we thought this was going to be a great experience for her to eat in the Blue Bayou. We were at a table right on the water. Um, so we had like the, you know, everything going for us. Let me tell you, after about the fourth boat, she could care less. She, it was, yeah. it's dark in there. Um, the meal that she got fed for the amount of money that we paid for it was not what I expected. Um, it, it Overall, um, I realized that this was a fantasy that I had in my head of what kind of experience she would have. And for her, it was not the experience at her age that she completely could appreciate. Not to say that she didn't enjoy seeing the boats in the beginning. And, see, you know, every once in a while, somebody would go by and the, the boats would all be cheering and everything. But um, I, in my head as the grandma, made the experience to be much more uh, magical and wonderful than my five-year-old who was like, can we just go to, you know, whatever, Peter Pan or something. So um, she wanted to ride on the ride. She didn't want to sit there and watch the boats go by. I think that's a really good point, Carol, that when we um, get the meals for the kids to manage our own expectations on what we think that they'll enjoy and what they really do enjoy so that we don't get frustrated with them. Because I always, the way, what I did with my kids is I figured I would tell them, this is, this is our day for me to have fun and for you guys to have fun and to sit there and, and force them to enjoy my experiences and my expectations ended up in a disaster for all three of us. Cause right. I have two, my kids, um, Nick and Kelly. So what I would do is I would, go with whoever was the pickiest eater and then the rest of us would go around that because we're, we're, we're there to have fun at Disneyland. I can worry about nutrition and all that other stuff that's really important to me at home. So you just kind of have to balance what, what was I willing to give up so that we could have fun, but at the same time not give in to junk food, etc., which which we didn't do when we went. So what where we used to go typically, especially because I was on a budget, was Riverbell Terrace, because then I could go to Stage Door Cafe, and get the chicken fingers for my son, and then get the salad for me at Riverbell Terrace, and get the the bread. Um, Kelly used to really like the clam chowder in a bread bowl, and get that for Kelly, and all three of us would be able to eat basically. Now it took me going back and forth because I was one adult with two children, so I had to. Um, maneuver, you know, go here first, then we go, you know, where, where am I going to get the food so it doesn't, it's not cold by the time we all sit down and eat, <laughs> you know, which, which happens sometimes. But a lot of times we would go to the Plaza Inn and share the fried chicken. Like Nancy said, they have great children's um, meals, but what we would do is get one adult yeah. meal and my kids would share that. 
Yep, that's what we would do um, initially when it was just Zoe eating, you know, before Lily was on to that kind of solid food. And we would try and manage that. But I like, I really like your suggestion of Riverbell Terrace. Not only do they have really good sandwiches and stuff for grown-ups, you do, ha- you know, they do share that whole seating area with the Stage Door Cafe. Mm-hmm. And most people don't think about that as treating that area, that whole area like a food court because you can go to the Royal Street Miranda, get your bread bowl with your clam chowder or your, you know, um, jambalaya and bring that over. And you could even, if you were so inclined or if you had you know multiple people in your family party you could divide and conquer somebody could even go over to the french market and grab something and come over because it's all just right there around the rivers of america and in that same area nancy one of our favorite places to go is cafe orleans um Mm -hmm. even they have kids meals there um they have i know they have a chicken it's a it's not chicken nuggets it's more of a a chicken breast i think if i remember right um, that has, yeah, something like that. Um, and, um, I also, you know, they usually have some kind of fruit on it. I remember, you know, Lexi always likes the strawberries or the grapes or whatever. So they always have fresh fruit, um, on yeah. that plate. So that always made a big difference. And then our plates would always have the garnish of a little bit of grapes or a little bit of whatever it was, strawberries or something. And we'd always just give those to her because that she would just really like that, the fresh fruit. Um, but the, of course, then, Everybody loves to have the beignets at the end of the meal. So, and, you know, little kids get so excited when they see those Mickey beignets come out. So, oh, yeah. Um, so that always was a fun place to go if we wanted to really sit down and have a meal. Yeah. And, and it is because you've got all the people watching. You've got the excitement of New Orleans Square. You've got the riverboat and the pirate ship going by. And, and it, it really does make for a really good experience as far as that goes. I know we've taken our kids there. We, also, especially like the French market on its own, because unfortunately, I have been gifted with a macaroni and cheese queen. <laughs> so no matter wherever we go, my 10-year-old Zoe always wants the macaroni and cheese. And we have to say, no, you've already eaten that once today. If we're there in the park for two meals, it's like, no, sorry, dude. I'm not going to feed you macaroni and cheese for every single meal you you have because you're just going to be cranky from the carbo crash. Nancy, can I just yeah. give you some experience? Because my children are 30 and 31. I had a son <laughs> that was a grilled cheese king. Okay? Oh. Grilled cheese. He ate grilled cheese no matter where we went. I can distinctly remember being the Empress Hotel in Victoria and paying like almost $30 for a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay? Oh so, what I'm telling you is my son grew up to be a big, strong, you know, guy. And we learned very early on, if he wanted to eat grilled cheese sandwiches every single meal on our trip, it would be worth it for us not to get into massive fights. And so, like Mary Jo was saying earlier, there is a balance that has to be made. And if you're, you know, and if you're talking truly the joy of being a family and having wonderful experiences together, Versus them remembering you yelling at them that they couldn't have whatever, what is mac and cheese? It's not worth, it's not worth it. It really isn't. Just speaking from somebody who's been through this for a long, long time, you know. So, see, 
And I always wonder, though, you know, what if I had raised them like I was raised? Where, like you said, you usually got a grown-up meal and you split it between your kids and that was just the thing. You know, it's that whole ethic of should kids' meals even exist, which I know is a hot topic in the news right now. But the kids' meals are a little less expensive, too. I mean, usually the kids' meals are like about, what, $6.50 or or $7.50, somewhere in that range. Um, I think that's about what they're running. Um, so if you only, if you have one child, you know, and you're not splitting it's a not meal, so bad, but, yeah. um, you know, I think that sometimes people are looking at the economics of it and thinking that the kids' meals are a lot less expensive. But I think what you have to do is take a good look at the pictures. I think it is nice that they're doing a lot more with, you know, pictures on even the counter service stuff. So you can see yeah. what actually is in there or go out to the websites and, you know, certainly yep. the Diz is fabulous about they have the menus out there and you can check to see what's actually included in that meal because sometimes the value that you think you're, you see the lower price. Well, again, you're getting a much smaller meal. So in right. some cases it's good because you're throwing less food away. Um, but in other cases, if you've got a child that you were talking about some of those transition kids, you know, yep. a boys especially, if you're, you know, eight, nine, ten years old and you're no longer in the stroller, so you're walking that whole park, which we all know is a lot of walking, you're burning a lot of energy. And so giving kids, you know, a proper amount of food, even if you're paying, you know, twelve, fifteen dollars, you've just got to calculate that into, you know, doing the doing your trip because it's, you know, they're really gonna be um they're gonna be calling constantly for those sugary desserts or or um, snacks because if they're hungry, they're going to want a quick fix of energy. Now, here's something. What do we like to give our kids as far as the snack addition things? Luella, what do you do for your oldest? Whenever you guys have extra snacks you need to buy in the park, what are your go-tos? Well, my oldest has his favorite. So when we go to the park, I already know that I'm getting the popcorn and I'm probably getting a frozen banana. Um, but it's, it's, it's the joy. And I don't mind yeah. spending the money if I know that they're going to eat it. Um, yes. Like you were saying about a grilled cheese sandwich for your older son, Carol. It was 30 bucks, but I bet you he ate it and he loved it. And <laughs> there's a lot of joy in that. Versus I spend 10 bucks and the, the food doesn't get eaten. So um, I'm not so... Um, I, tr- I don't really like to get the sweet candies like those... They look great when the kids are walking around with those big lollipops. You know, it looks cute, but I, I, I really try to stay away from the sugary. Um, yeah. So, um, but if it gives them joy, like if, you know, the, the churros is probably number one. That's probably our number one snack. It's expensive, but there's so much joy when they're eating it. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, because the pretzel is shaped like a Mickey, my son always wants it. <laughs> so, and I don't mind that actually. I think it tastes good. It looks good. Um, so I try to get a little bit, I, I really, for me, I try to stay away from the sugary unless maybe it's an ice cream at Gibson Girl. Um, but, or maybe the frozen banana, but it's probably the churros and the pretzels and the popcorn. If they're going to do a snack. But like I said, I, he, my 13 year old, he's an, he eats an adult meal. I'd rather him be full with his meal, and then yes. he won't be asking for all three of those. He'll be asking That's right. for one yeah. of them. Yeah. And I think, Carol, too, when you were talking about going back to talking about being full and the economics of it, um, 
when you do have more than one kid begging for a kid's meal, that's when it starts to really get expensive if they're younger kids. So, like, we found out, for instance, Carnation Cafe, it's not quite the same as it used to be, but when you would order a kid's meal of mac and cheese, that sucker was huge. We could easily feed the girls when they were about four and six. We could easily feed both of them off of that one portion of macaroni and cheese with the side of fruit. And now not so much because they've both gotten, you know, that extra leg that's starting to hollow out. Um, but, but yeah, so definitely I totally agree with that. And I would, and I'm looking more now towards the, well, what if we could get a side of the macaroni and cheese, like a toddler meal size portion, and then add that on to a kid, you know, say a grown up chicken tray at the French market where then we can, you know, give them the little side of macaroni and cheese, yet they can still have everything that's on the kids meal and then we can make it a little more economical. So I don't know. I'd like to be able to add a side and it's not always convenient or accessible. But but yeah, so I, th- I think anyway. I think when you talk about economics though, um, you know, one of the things that you have to consider is the brunches, you know. Um, oh yeah. Because at first I know when my kids were little, I would think, oh wow, that's a lot of money. You know, when you're paying, I think it's, you know, $30 or so. And then for an adult, and I think it's like 15 or $16 for a child. It's, it's a lot of money, but you know, again, you have to look at what, you know, what type of, what kind of eaters do you have? So if you start off the morning and you're going to really have a good breakfast, you know, a real healthy, big breakfast, or you do a late breakfast and almost turn it into a lunch, you know, there's people who do that for the brunch aspect. Um, those, the buffets, you know, you can really get your money's worth at the buffets in Disneyland. Um, they have the plaza, you know, mini, I think it's Minnie and her friends breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very good choice. Um, and again, you're then combining both eating with the experience of all those characters. So if you have little kids, uh, again, you have to think the cost is going to include seeing characters. And certainly these days, we all know character interactions uh, take a lot of time. And time is money, especially when you're paying what we're all paying to get in the park. So um, I have found that doing the mini breakfast um, with my granddaughter has been a really great experience for both her and for my husband and, our, and me because we will eat a very good breakfast. She will eat some, you know, she, she will eat what she wants to eat, um, but she will experience those characters and that's a lot of fun. And they're not, what's nice about the plaza um, in a couple of the other places also um, for the for the brunches, they're not throwing you out of there. So unlike, um, if you go for Ariel's, uh, lunch, um, they've got you on a pretty timed schedule, um, the way they're running that. Um, oh, that's yeah, not do. a brunch. That is an actual meal. Um, it's a sit down meal. They give you a specific, you get to make some choices, but it's, um, it's a much more regimented, um, you're going to be there probably about an hour and a half. And, um, so it's a, it's a real different experience. Um, but again, the princesses are there. So if you need to, if you've got a little one and they want to see the princess and you want to take pictures with those princesses, 
that's the way to do it. Yep. That's a, that's a great expectation to manage. Cause you know, in the, the years that my girls have been growing up, we've done that breakfast a couple times and it is consistently that same exact way every time we've done it. You definitely feel like once they hit your table, you get one cycle and that is it. You're talking about you are you're, you're talking about aerials. aerials, yeah. Yeah. So. You get one cycle and you are done. Yeah. And they are cleaning up the tables and you can watch them clean up the tables. It's not that whole clean up, move them up, ship them out is not obvious at all. We were at Goofy's Kitchen a couple weeks ago, and it was so nice and leisurely paced, and we didn't have any pressure or problem, and it was it was a great experience as far as that went. You know, we ate as long as we wanted to. Yeah, they don't have as many different characters as they used to, but, and if you want a leisurely meal where your kids can feel like, you know, things are going on. And it wasn't as loud as it used to be. Okay. Have you noticed that at Goofy's? Yeah. So, so Nancy, let me just kind of review the, f- there's like five brunches. Yeah, because, please do. Because, or buffets, because believe me, as a grandparent, these are my go-to places. So you have three that are outside of, of, uh, of being in the parks. Okay. Right. So you don't have so you don't have to have a ticket to go to these three. All you have to do is, you know, get a reservation, I would suggest. Um, so you have um, in the Grand California at Story uh, Teller Cafe, you have, I think it's called Chip and Dale's um, uh, and Friends. Um, so they have a buffet there. Um, and the characters there, you'll, you'll recognize Chip and Dale. And the other characters are more um, bears and... Um, woodland creatures. Yeah, woodland creatures. So that was a popular one for us when we were little because Lily was always scared of the face characters. Okay. So she actually preferred to go to storytellers because there was more warm, fuzzy huggies. Yeah. So, and that's a lot of fun. I mean, that's a very fun place to go. And they do have some of the, they bring the kids up and they have them dance a little bit in the middle of the. Um, the yeah, the yeah. buffet. So, but it's, but it, that's, I think that's a very good choice. Um, and then there's Surf's Up, which is at the Paradise Pier. Um, and that's, you will actually have Mickey there, um, and his friends. Yeah, Surf's um, Up is actually my boys' favorite because, for one thing, it has the more popular characters. Mm-hmm. And, um, we've been very successful of not waiting long even without a reservation. Yes. And at the same time, um, with the reservation, they would seat us right away. Um, but um, you're talking about, like, the food. We found the food because we went there for breakfast. Um, very good. And we found the character yes. interaction excellent. So of the three outside, for my little boys, they love Surf's Up. Honestly, I've always said that that was the best of the the best happy medium between Goofies and... Um, between storytellers storytellers has always been the one they've always pitched as being the highest quality food but the selection is the least um now with goofies you've got this ton of selection and the food is good but i really like the food choices at surf's up i think it, it fits my niche yeah i also think it's also more consistent with goofy's kitchen you're paying a a premium price and to me it's 
you, it's either hit or miss. You're either going to have a fantastic time, or no char- or only a couple of characters are going to come to your table, and you're paying a lot of money for an experience that you never get. Whereas at Surf's Up, I, from what I've heard, I've also been there myself, and I like the food. And my kids, um, I've taken my nephews there, and they also like the food. I just think that every time you're going to, you know what you're getting as far as the buffet is concerned, and you're always going to get character interaction. Right. And it's a little bit smaller venue. And mm-hmm. so I think you do get, uh, I know that when we've been there, um, the characters will pass by more than once. So yes. Um, yes. we've had we've had good experience with characters um, at Surf's Up. But I have to tell you, if you read reviews, um, you know, on, on various um, sites, you're going to see mixed reviews on Surf's Up. So um, at least you're hearing, yeah, you're hearing here that we've all had pretty good experiences there. Um, and I think Surf's Up, I think all of them are about the same price. Um, they're all about $30 for an yeah. adult, and I think it's about 16 um, for kids. And you can get, if you have an annual pass, um, you can get annual pass discounts at those uh, restaurants. Um, so, and then there's additionally, there's two um, buffets. Well, two, I guess, character interactions. One is a buffet, one is not, as we were talking about earlier. Um, the Disneyland, in Disneyland, the Plaza Inn has Minnie and Friends, Um my best experience ever has at Minis and Friends has been book the um, breakfast for the time the park opens or even right before the, the park opens if you can. Yep. That is an incredibly magical thing to do because, number one, you get to enter the park before everyone else runs in. Um, so that's a really cool thing. There's a side, um, one of the side gates, turnstile gates, um, is marked for the character breakfast people. And so you get to go in and you don't have that. It, it, you just, it's a really, ex, it's a wonderful experience to walk down Main Street, you know, without um, a lot of other people there. Um, and then the other part is that the characters that are coming into the park for the day, they're all, um, they all kind of congregate right in that area, right before they actually open um, Disneyland. And so what ends up happening is you really have an incredible character experience um, with the all the characters. The only one I've ever had an issue with personally, we've been there a couple of times with our granddaughter, has been Minnie. Um, and I think it's because she's just so popular. Um, but she's probably the one that kind of comes to your table, smiles, you know, takes one picture, and then she's gone. Um I, we've had just incredible experiences with Captain Hook and Winnie the Pooh. And I'm trying to think of all the different ones that play and, um, and dance oh my about. Gosh, we have the mice from Cinderella. The fairy, oh, yeah. Uh, the fairy godmother. Yeah. Yeah. We've had her over there. Lots of characters. Oh, it's a, it's amazing the character selection you get there. Uh-huh. And so, um, but the only one, like I said, I've ever had kind of any kind of, you know, quick, quickness, if you will with it was Minnie. And so, um, and I do think it's just because she's being pulled so many different directions. So, but that breakfast, that breakfast has been a great thing. Um, and all four of those brunches or, I mean, uh, buffets, they do do a picture. They do do, they do a picture (laughs) with the exception of storyteller. Um, the other three will take a picture, um, when you come in, um, with either, Goofy at Goofy's Kitchen. Um, at Surf's Up, they do it with Mickey's on, as a surfboard. And, um, and Minnie and Friends 
you do a picture on the plaza, uh, the plaza stairs. And so, um, and those, if you have a photo pass, you can include those in your photo, like, um, your photo pass. If you did the package, um, what is that right. called? The memory maker. And, yes. um, they will, you don't have to pay the additional cost for that picture. Um, if you don't do a memory maker, then you will be paying additional money for that picture. Um, I, I agree with you, Carol. I, we have uh, eaten at the minis when multiple times through the years, and we've gotten the picture every time I can see my children growing. Um, but right. I think the value of, because it is when you, if you don't do these things and you look at the price and you think about, God, I have a three-year-old, I have a five-year-old, I don't know if he's going to eat all that much. Um, the character interaction makes it worth it. And actually, yeah. I think because it's a breakfast, the food is worth it. Um, with, I have a picky eater. Um, because the pancake or the waffle is shaped as a Mickey, he can, he can eat so many of those waffles and drink the juice. Um, I, it is really great value, especially, you know, I, I have two little kids. I really think a lot about is the, is the amount worth it for what they're going to eat? And that is a winner for us. And don't forget to fill up your juice, you know, fill up your little sippy cup with the juice before you leave, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, I mean, you know, those... You, Take the fruit. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it, we have to be smart about this. I mean, but, you know, we're not saying bring Ziploc bags and start throwing, you know, a exactly. lot of things in it. But, you know, they... I think the expectation is that if you walk out with a banana, they're, they're, they're expecting that. Or if... Uh, there was always cookies. I remember that. They always had, like, chocolate chip cookies or something on the dessert end of things. And our kids always came out with a, a cookie, you know, for later on in a napkin. Um, but, and, and a, you know, water bottle had, you know, either juice in it or, or even water, whatever it was going to be. So I think that's just expected. I don't feel like we're, you know, taking things that we shouldn't be taking. Um, right. So, and no, I, I, I agree. I think mini also is uh, the mini breakfast is slightly less expensive, which always made me laugh because it's actually in the park. Um, I think it's it's still under thirty dollars. I believe it's twenty eight dollars the last time we went, and the children's is either twelve fifty or thirteen. I can't remember. Somebody could look it up. I'm sure, but um, I know it was less expensive than Goofy's Kitchen, so just by a couple dollars. So, um, and like we said, the last one is the most expensive, which is over in DCA, which is Ariel's Grotto or Princess. I think it's Ariel's Princess Celebration. Um, they do breakfast, lunch, and um, they also do a dinner there. Um, that is not inexpensive when you price it out. Um, I've found the food to be hit and miss for me, but my I've had other people tell me um, for an adult menu, they're very, very happy with that. Um, it's, you know, uh, I have mixed feelings about it. I think it's an experience that everyone should try if you have a little princess that wants to be with princesses. But it's, I would repeat the mini one multiple times. Um, the Ariel's Grotto one, I really, I, I've had this discussion with my husband a couple different times about, I'm not sure that I want to continuously repeat that one. So I, I feel the same way. Lily's starting to ask because it's been so long since we've been to Ariel's Grotto. Um, and I'm hesitant to, to say, yeah, let's do it because I just remember the last time we were there. I know. I've been turned off by places like 
we haven't been back to the Blue Bayou since we took the kids when they were little, when you guys were talking about that earlier. We may, were made to feel uncomfortable there. Oh, really? Yes, um, because we were there with another family. We had four, three kids. At the time, we had three kids between us. They were all around, you know, Lily was just born, and then we had two two plus, you know, two to three year olds. And they were, they would giggle and we would feel like people were looking at us like they should be still. Oh, no. See, I didn't have and that, that. And the waiter yeah. rushed and the waiter rushed us. Okay. I just, and, I just want to let you know, Nancy, I just looked at the price for the Ariel's yeah. princess celebration. Okay. For adults, it's $37 for breakfast or $39 for lunch. And for children, it's $19 for um, breakfast or $21 for lunch. So let's say you're going for breakfast with a family of four, two adults, two children. So then you're looking at, what is that, 20 $240. Yeah, it's about, yeah. okay, so it's like 100 and, yeah, 140 160 And then you're going to buy the picture, which is another, th- like, 30 and you're yeah. going to leave a tip. So you're talking that that breakfast is going to be, you know, you should plan for about $175 for that breakfast for a family of four, just to give people an idea of what you're talking about. Now, here's the good part. You know, you can, you have Snow White, you have Cinderella, you usually have Aurora, um, you have the Little Mermaid, Ariel, and usually there's one other princess. There's usually five. There's four that roam and Ariel, you do the original picture. When you come in, you meet with Ariel and you have a picture taken with her, but she does not roam around. Um, so, um, you really, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of our version of Cinderella's table. So. Yeah. 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 They may, they go too fast. I don't know. They just go, they, they come through, they don't interact as much. I don't know how you felt the last time you were there, but the last time we were there, it was like picture, picture. Okay. Bye. Yeah. No picture, warm, picture, smile, no hug. warm interaction. Not like you get when you go to visit them at story at fairy tale hall. Well, we had a good experience when we went over there and you're, you're talking about the princesses when they come and greet, greet you. They don't, I agree that they don't spend a lot of time, but they, when we went with my cousins and their, their daughters really wanted to meet the princesses, those girls' eyes were lit up when the princesses came and saw them. Right, right. And see, then it's worth it. That's, you know, spending $200, if your children have had an interaction that they're just going to forever remember and... You know, then you say, okay, you know, I, you know, I can justify this a whole lot more. So. Oh, yeah. And and the dad got his picture with Ariel when we all went, you know, in the front, like you said, Ariel is sitting there and you can get your picture. He called her his girlfriend, you know, and he was flirting with her and she played along with them. And the, the whole family had a wonderful experience. So I, I. And I like the food there. As for, as an adult, I like the food there at Ariel's Grotto. I don't know if Luella will ever get a chance to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. Um, I actually had gone there years um, years ago. Um, it's just not the palate for my children. Um, and they like princesses, too. They've 
anything Disney, but it, it, I think for the money, like I, it's, it's not a place I'm going to go again anytime soon, but I'm going to go to Mickey Minnie's again. And I'm going to go to surf's up again, surf's up again because the characters plus the food and my kids will eat it. One other thing to add to the Ariel um, princess lunch uh, or breakfast, I guess, depending on what you like to have um, for the, Parents, there is alcoholic beverages available Thank with God. your um, <laughs> meal. So again, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna pay a good penny if you want a beer, but um, there are alcoholic beverages. So that might be the way you get some of the, you know, dads. older brothers or <laughs> uncles. I don't know, dads. Um, so I think you really just have to, you know, look at what what is it, what experience do you want your children to have? And so if you have children that are going to be, you know, wide-eyed and just in awe of seeing these princesses, then it's, then it's definitely, you know, something you should consider. If you have um, kids that are not in that frame of mind, then remember, you're going to pay probably about $175 for that meal. And, and, and maybe you want that money for souvenirs instead or another experience. Exactly. um, Where, where more of the family can benefit. You really have to think about that. So, ladies, let's flip this and say, since we're in California Adventure, where would we take our? Where would we take as our preferences for California Adventure? Where's your first go-to in in DCA, Carol? It's funny you said that. Um, we like the food court. Um, you know, so that we can pick different things. Um, meaning, pa- meaning the Pacific War. Correct. Right. Yeah, Pacific War. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so um, that's usually one of the main places we eat. Um, but the first thing I think of when you think of DCA is corn dogs. So, um, you know, everybody loves a good corn dog and they have them there. So, see, what's funny is my Lily is completely anti hot dog now. Hmm. My eight year old. Yeah. I, I, how does an eight year old become anti hot dog? <laughs> and it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a, an ethical, oh my God, do you know what goes in the hot dog? No, 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 we're not having that stance. conversation yet. <laughs> You know, it's not even that. She just won't do them. Nick was the same way. He hated hot dogs. He just, (laughs) hamburgers were fine, but no no hot dogs. So, So Mary Jo, where do you like to eat over there? Um, I'm with you with Pacific Wharf. I just like that there's a variety. Right. um, Good choices. Good choices for everybody there. And it's true. Typically, I'm going to, I'm going to go for the Mexican. One of the best tips I ever got was from Nancy, which when she talks about it, she'll she'll share with us. But that's where that's where we like to go. You know, Carthay Circle is nice and everything, but if we're talking children, I just can't see spending the money to go there um, for the types of foods that they like to eat. I'm not going to enjoy my experience. To right. Me, that's more um, for for the adults, but I like Pacific. Luella, what about you? Well, um, I have three boys, and we are a big Flo's V8 Cafe uh, Uh place. Um, Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And um, they have actually kids' meals, but my kids actually like to eat the chicken there. Um, But the breakfast is a big winner for us. And plus, they get to see the cars. They're in the ambience of Cars Land. So um, the sitting down is nice, especially if you sit outside. You can see radiator, um, the radiator springs ride. So uh, for us, that this is our go-to place, Flo's V8, whether it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. 
So now we know where to find you. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, it's not that far from the cozy cones. And I'd have to say cozy cone seating is terrible. But, um, you know, if if someone wants to run that there for my family and then sit with us at Flo's V8, um, we're we're really happy. It's a nice, nice seating, um, inside air conditioner, outside great view um, and great food. So it's great for a hot day or a cold day over there. Now with the new smoke jumpers, uh, you know what? What's is that food pretty much the same as what it was before, when it was um, I forget what it was called, but taste cat taste pilot grill. Yeah, is it is it like the same? I mean, because I know we used to get hamburgers over there, but um. I looked at it and we kind of all made a unanimous decision not to go there because nothing sounded really exciting. Um, I I'd have to agree. Then, I think uh, it it's probably typical i'm not not to be direct you know but uh bland hamburgers yeah just typical amusement park food that um i wasn't as appealing but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure um if you're just not as adventurous you know because they have the chicken nuggets they have the hamburgers it 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 probably can fit a lot of people's palate Um, but i personally haven't had a chance to try it out just yet well, Luella, how about you guys then? You you said your go-to was was Flo's. Any other places? Where's your second go-to if Flo's seems too crowded or oh, uh, anything like that? Do you have a second one? The What you had mentioned before, the uh, Paradise Pier. Okay. Um, I know for us, yes, Paradise Pier is, is the big one because I can get my... I can get my salad and soup in a bread bowl with my, you know, asking for my bread on the side so we can take that bread and then munch around the park with it. Is that Paradise Pier without or having is that to pay Pacific extra? Wharf. Oh, Pacific Wharf. Wharf. You know, over there by Paradise Pier. Yeah, over there. Yeah. I'm sorry, Pacific <laughs> Wharf. <laughs> this is, we all had a moment. But you know okay, what? This is why I, I can never find Nancy in the park because she tells me, meet me at Paradise Pier and I'm standing at Pacific uh-huh, Wharf. You know? uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. No, it's all good. Now, actually, my kids are starting to like the Paradise area. Um, they're starting to like that pizza and pasta place. Me, not so much now that they went away with the flat. They did away with the flatbreads and went to regular type of pizza. So I'm not quite as tough on that. But my kids, like, my kids really do like that chicken Alfredo pasta. That's, you know, kind of found in multiple locations around the park. Whereas I personally prefer the Mediterranean food. Yeah, that food's good. We're we're big on Mediterranean food. There's a lot of Mediterranean, you know, Mediterranean folks up in my section of Burbank, Glendale. Um, So we have a lot of really, really good Mediterranean, Lebanese, Armenian restaurants that that serve that stuff. And, And it's pretty on par. With many of the little mom pop shops we go to, um, our other one is of course Flows. You can always seem to find us, you know, having a dinner at Flows. But my kids are starting to burn out on that, so we're kind of moving on. No, the one thing I like about the Paradise Pier area—I'm not the Paradise Pier, but the Pacific Wharf area—is, and I still can't get my kids to try it yet—is that the Lucky Fortune Cookery actually has like a kids teriyaki 
you know, an actual kid's rice bowl type meal. And you can tell them that's pretty good because I, as an adult, actually happen to like that. I love that place. And you can even taste all the sauces ahead of time. You can ask for samples of the sauces before you choose what you want on your food. And actually, um, one thing I want to add, Nancy, is that if you're in a non-sit-down restaurant, so you're in a quick service restaurant, if you as an adult yeah. want a child's meal, um, you can, you know, you can order that. And, and you can, you know, if you're not that hungry or, you know, it's funny as we get older, sometimes we don't want to eat as much. Um, so the child's serving, especially I think of that rice bowl, um, can work out, you know, just fine. Um, if you're in a sit down yeah. restaurant, they look a lot, you know, they really do look a lot more to that nine, 10 year old cut off and they'll serve you the children's meal, but they will, and they'll make it a little bit bigger and they will charge you for an adult size, um, plate. Kids meal. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I like about that area too, is, you know, you've got all that open seating that's all shared between those restaurants and you don't have to give up your table while one parent runs over to Ghirardelli and gets a Sunday and brings it back. Just saying. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, somewhere around there, there has to involve Ghirardelli. Yeah. It, it's just the way it is. Um, I wish they would have a few more options. And I find it really interesting that none of us have really focused on going, um, on going to, say, the Trattoria. I, I've noticed that's been kind of conspicuously absent. But again, is is that really a pro- conversation? Is that really yeah, not. for children? You know, not really. Yeah. No. yeah I, like, but yeah, see, that's that was kind of my point. Yeah. Is none of us really talk about? None of us really even thought of volunteering to bring up the thought of the trattoria. And we've taken the girls. Mary Jo's been with us when we've taken the girls to Carthay, and recall them being extra bad or anything you know if you're going to i hate to say it but if you're going to go to an experience like that be prepared like carol said for the fidgeting and the such like that bring i hate to say it tablets bring you know charged tablets or bring a book or a coloring book or or some kind of something that will keep them entertained that they can play with while you're having your meal and talking with other grown-ups in your party. You know, we when Mary Cho and I went, it was a, with the kids, it was a couple families. I think it was like three families or something, and we all ate together. So it can be done, and it really depends, I think, on how your family works in that environment. And certainly, I don't think the Carthay... The Carthay put us in one of the the smaller um, rooms that open up into the balconies. We weren't in, like, the main dining room or anything. So we were kind of off in a more kid-friendly little environment. Because mm-hmm. we had one of the big, giant booths. And we could wrangle them in the booth, which was kind of nice. Okay. But, but it can be done, but you know what? I throw this out too. If you want a little bit of premier food and you're not sure how your kids are going to go, even say the Napa, the lounge has options for you. The Napa lounge is a much more kid-friendly place and they serve the menu in the lounge. 
you know, they're not going to turn you down if you want something on the main menu. Well, I think, you know, you're almost now entering into the last phase of what we could talk about real quick, yeah. which is downtown Disney. I mean, there are other places yep. you can eat that, you know, outside of the two parks that um, now that they have the district, the downtown district, which is, you know, really a wonderful place to go, um, yeah. especially like if you come in on, like for me, we come in on a Friday night before we had annual passes. Um, I didn't want to spend the, you know, the ticket to come in to the park that night. So we would always yep. try to enjoy some of the, you know, the downtown area. And, um, you know, for kids, there's some, there's some good options there. And, yeah. um, so I, everybody's favorite, every child's favorite rainforest cafe. Yeah, and is I have to tell you, end. we've been there a lot and, um, yeah. and you know, I my granddaughter loves it. She loves it. Now she's coming, you know, she's getting a little bit older now. So maybe it's not going to be quite what it was, but the last, you know, four, four and five years old, those swinging monkeys and the elephant's trunk that goes back and forth, they think it's the coolest thing ever. And the little totally. fish next to that huge fish tank, they just love yeah. that. So, um, you know, and you can get a wide variety of food there. Now, is it the best food? No, it's not. But is it good food? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's good kind of bar food, you know. So. And you can use your Landry's card. Yeah. You know, I mean, the thing about Rainforest Cafe is they've definitely expanded more throughout the U.S., you know, with their branches of T-Rex and all that. Um, but it still doesn't make them, you know, just because of that, it doesn't make them a less viable option. You know, and it's perfectly good if you want that sit-down menu, you know, that sit-down entertainment. Just be aware that when they're, your kids are super little, there are thunderstorms. There are, you know, while it's wide-eyed and full of fascination, it's almost easier to eat with them when you have little tiny babies as opposed to when you have the older children. Well, I think any place a, like that, you, you know, Nancy, you're not going to have yeah. a full adult conversation because you can't hear each other in there. Right. So, exactly. You know, it, <laughs> exactly. it's not a romantic place. I mean, it's no, it not is an absolute kid's heaven. They love it. They enjoy all the craziness. Uh, but when again, they're little, if they you could know be scared by is. the thunderstorms. Yeah, yeah it, but just as long as you prepare them for that, great. Yeah, I think great. Um, uh, one of the great things that we like about the Rainforest Cafe is because I have a three and six year old, is that it's loud. So I don't have that <laughs> conscious feeling uh, of other people oh looking God. at me yeah. because maybe their kid is just as loud as my kid. So um, that's one of the you know, you know your kid the best, and so I would definitely not yeah. just go there with my husband. But if I'm going there with my family, then that's a that's a real great place to go. So where else in downtown Disney you guys like to go? Because I know, like for us, what is it? Tortilla Joe's is that is what's the name of is what's yeah, the Tortilla name Tortilla Joe's. Tortilla oh, Joe's. Okay, so they have the little side, um, the outside um, area, um, yeah. the like the express, taqueria. yeah, the mm -hmm. express window or whatever it is. Yep, I got My kids love their nachos. That's a good and it's a good price on what you're paying. I yep. mean, so. That's always fun. You could get a quesadilla yeah. or the nachos. I mean, you know, pretty much Americanized Mexican food. And um, when and when there's entertainment playing, my kids like um, the jazz kitchen. You know, like if somebody's playing the piano in the one room and we're in that room, they like the jazz kitchen. Um, they they've also liked um, eating upstairs at the um, at Naples because they can walk out to that little fountain area 
Yeah, Naples, we, we ate there a lot. Even like, you know, the kids were, you know, teenage, teenagers. Again, you know, you're going to have sticker shock when you get, you know, you pay the price yep. for a pizza that you're going to pay. But, you know, you can feed a lot of people there. Um, and, you know, you, you can get a decent meal there. So, yeah. um, we always had pretty good luck there. Yeah. I mean, that place is novel to begin with, the views, you know, being able to look over downtown Disney. My kids are starting to like Catal. Well, heck, we went to breakfast with Mary Jo at Catal mm -hmm. and had a really nice time. And they, they had, you know, waffles. and. Uh, well, like you said, Lily especially is starting to branch out in, in her likes. So, so yeah. it's, it's worth it to go there. Because you're not throwing food away. One of the things that I had to do with my nephews, because they, they're young teens right now, but when I would get them when they were around 10, 11 or so, my little nephew had a, hit big eyes. Mm -hmm. So you really have to manage, oh, yeah. manage those expectations because they can order. I think it was Luella had said, you know, you don't want to be ordering things that you're, that they're not going to eat because right. they're wasting money. And so I would have to, rein them in and say, okay, you're going to get one thing, and if you're still hungry, then we'll get something else. And not order everything that they think they're going to eat, because when they it turns out they don't eat it, I don't want to be mad at them. Well, know? and you're not taking doggy bags. I mean, you know, it's not right. like when you're at home where you say, okay, I'll bring this home, and, you know, Dad can take this for lunch tomorrow. It's, it's not like that. And even though, like, we'll stay, a lot of times we're staying in DVC, so we have a full refrigerator or whatever, you know, we'll bring this. This is so funny. We do this all the time. We bring the extra food back to the room. We never eat it. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> so um, every once in a while, or maybe we'll eat part of it. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's a really smart thing that you're saying, Mary Jo, is that, you know, when you get there, you're really hungry, you know, and you have to really think for a moment what is, you know, what's appropriate. And it's not, and there's nothing wrong with asking the server you know, how large are, you know, the portions of what you serve or look around and see what other people are being served. Um, because some of these restaurants serve a lot of food and other ones don't serve that much food. So, um, it's always good to get an indication of kind of what you're talking about. One of my last fa play favorite places to take kids that isn't necessarily in downtown Disney per se, but if you're willing to walk all the way down to the Disneyland hotel is definitely, um, Tarango Terrace, the, you know, right next to Trader Sam's. It's a quick service. They give great food. You can get it to go to take back to your hotel room. You can eat right there overlooking the pool. Uh, the kids like it. You know, the food is definitely friendly. It's nutritious, you know, better choices per se. And, you know, it's worth that extra relaxing sitting at the hotel break in the park. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but. I don't typically eat there unless other people are eating there. Oh. Yeah, I'm, my you kids uh, uh, didn't, weren't that fond of the food there, uh, but. <laughs> but then you have to remember, I have three boys. Uh, uh, yeah. But one thing that wasn't mentioned, and, you know, I, I think it's because I have three boys is, uh, Earl of Sandwich. They like the grilled cheese. Oh, gosh, The grilled yeah. cheese there. <laughs> uh, I will have to get my son to eat that grilled cheese now. 
<laughs> Actually, Zoe likes their grilled cheese too. I, you know, I, I personally prefer that uh, you know holiday turkey sandwich. Oh, yes, that's great. I like that too. But yeah, that's another. You you are right. It's definitely if you can manage the line. If the line's not too horribly long one night, that's definitely a good choice. And it's got lots of easy things. They have lots of stuff packaged and. Um, you know, in small containers, so your extra add-ons are in lots of small containers, and you can get, you know, like side salads and cookies. And yeah, I'm not a big fan of their seating. Um, I seem to go there when it's hard for us to find a seat for the for the five people. But um, yeah. I think just for what it is, it's it's a good value. And like for me, value is if my kids eat it, then it's a good value. Well, you know, one of the things we do is we'll stop by there and pick up the sandwiches to eat in the car on the way home. Yeah. Yeah, because you have a drive. We have a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it depends what time of day it is. Yeah. So, yeah, it's usually about 45 minutes to an hour for us to get home. But still, it's a great way to at least catch that meal to get home in time to say, oh, record a podcast. Or, <laughs> or if you're flying, I mean, if you're going out to, you know, if you're going to be going out to a, to an airport and you need to, you know, bring a quick uh, meal with you, that's mm-hmm. a nice, that's a nice thing to bring with you to an airport. And it will go through security. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, it's, and it's a lot better price than buy and a lot better value than what you're going to get um, oh, at, the airport. at the airport. True. Well, you know what, ladies? It sounds like we've talked this topic pretty much to death, but it is a good topic that we could continue going on. If you guys have any um, comments or suggestions, you know, please definitely email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. You can find information about all the restaurants and things that we've talked about at www.wdwinfo.com slash Disneyland. And Certainly, you know, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. You can find all of our contact information at www.info.com. And, you know, please rate us on iTunes. We love to, uh, you know, hear what you guys think. And thank you for letting us be a part of our, you know, having our ladies' conversations as a part of your everyday. And to all of the rest of you, can I just add one thing? Happy, Happy Mother's Day, because this is Mother's Day's week. Oh, it happy is. Mother's Day to all of you. Happy yes. Mother's Day to everyone, including my three lovely lady co-hosts. <laughs> and remember, ladies, even on Mother's Day, Disneyland is more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Bye.